Hey, what's going on, crew? In today's episode, we're talking about blood sugars and how when they go out of control, you're not accomplishing the time and range that you're hoping for, how it might be something that's out of your control and how we can fix that for you today. So, got a story for you, some fun updates, and of course, a solution for your blood sugars. So be sure to stick around till the end. Without any further ado, let's get into our theme song, and I got a story for you. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so story time. I got to share this with you. Everybody who is on the Renegade Warriors newsletter found this out like six weeks ago, but Brooklyn's been walking. That's right, my one-year-old, which that is wild to say in and of itself. She just turned one, our firstborn daughter, uh, only child so far, <laughs> but she's turned one and uh, it's been a wonderful journey watching her just crossing off milestones and building memories with her. It's, it's our first attempt at this. It's their first experience. So everything for us is brand new as well. Uh, but in this process, of course, she's walking now. She's, I mean, borderline running. She's quick. <laughs> but as a result, we've been able to see this progression of skills. And um, through her learning uh, of how to walk, I will say she did not get it on the first try, as I'm sure nobody does, right? And uh, I promise this has something to do with blood sugars and type 1 diabetes, so stick with me. But in this journey, you know, obviously at first it was she learned how to roll over, you know, from the ground, her back to her stomach and back and forth, and then she learned how to sit up, and then she learned how to crawl, and then she learned how to stand up and pull to stand and do all these crazy things, and then of course there was the day, the first step, the... <gasps> She's going to do it. And then she completes her first step. And then, you know, not too long after that, there was the first one, two step. And then from there, it was a couple steps in a row. And uh, when I was writing the, what was it, the November issue for the Renegade Warriors newsletter, she had taken her first series of steps towards me and it melted my heart. It was the best thing ever. Uh, and I, I like to say she ran into my arms, but truthfully, she kind of tripped and fell into my arms. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. Gave her a big hug and I told her how proud I was of her. Uh, but along this process, like I said, she didn't get it on the first day. There was a learning process for sure. And uh, in that learning process, there's two sides to this. And I want to, uh, to tie it back into diabetes in a sec. But the first piece of this was that when she didn't get it on the first day, did she give up? Did she call it quits? Did she say, you know what, this, this whole walking thing is just not for me? No, you know, she picked herself up and tried again. And she had this drive to figure out how to get on these two sticks and walk around like the rest of everybody around me because she was driven. She wanted to progress. And of course, later she figured out it was much faster and more efficient as well to walk than it was to crawl. And you can see a lot more. And as we've discovered, you can grab a lot more. She's grabbing stuff off tables and chairs and a whole mess of things. It's It's been ridiculous, but fun. Uh, and you can probably hear her in the back right now. She's squealing with laughter. So over this process, she's not giving up on herself, right? And so often with diabetes, we try to dose for food. Sometimes we even have the same food multiple days in a row and it just doesn't work out. 
when you want to give up, right? Where it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I just, maybe diabetes isn't figure outable. <laughs> maybe I just can't nail this thing down and figure out my insulin to carb ratio. Or maybe my basils are just too difficult. Maybe I wasn't meant to have 90 plus percent time and range like Matt always talks about, right? And that's something that you got to really ask yourself if you're beating yourself up because it's not possible or if you're beating yourself up because no one's showed you what's possible. And that was the other side of the situation with my daughter, right? Where, uh, yes, she was continually trying. She wasn't beating herself up. And almost more importantly, we weren't beating her up for not getting on the first try, right? Not saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you haven't figured out how to walk yet. No, like every step of the way, no pun intended, we were walking with her. Oh, man, again, no pun intended. There's just so many in there. Uh, we were encouraging her, guiding her every step of the way, right? We were uh, encouraging her to get back on her feet. And there's just so many puns. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to stop with those. It's not even dad jokes, I promise. Uh, but the idea was she's making progress, but she's consistently messing up along the way. But those mess ups aren't failures, right? It's not something we're going to punish her for. The, the true goal is to continue trying, right? And I, I talk about this other piece a lot, this thing called CANI or C-A-N-I, constant and never-ending improvement. We operate our lives like this and we will continue to see consistent growth, right? Consistent and never-ending improvement. And so as a result of her getting up and us encouraging her to keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, you know, come over to daddy. And my, my wife's like, come over to mommy. You know, we're trying to encourage her just to try. When you're able to continue trying consistently, you will make progress. And sometimes that progress doesn't feel like it's a lot, right? Uh, her first many attempts, many, 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 she did not figure it out. She would go to take her first step and then fall flat on her face right? Screaming, crying. <laughs> it was not a pleasant process, but she'd get up in a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes later, try again. Next step, mm, teeter-totter, fall over, lose her balance, right? And we'd encourage her, come on, keep trying, grab my hand. We're guiding her along that process. So the first piece of this, as you're trying to figure out your diabetes and you've got goals attached to it, right? So if you don't have any goals, start at that first, but you got to have an A1C goal or a time and range goal, or maybe you just want to figure out how to bolus for pizza and like that would make you happy. Whatever your goal is, you got to give yourself grace along that journey. You're probably not going to nail it on the first try. And I want you to imagine as well, if my daughter didn't have us encouraging her, guiding her, literally holding her hand through that process, would she have accomplished the ability, the skill set of walking nearly as fast? Arguably, no, right? It would have taken her much longer, especially if she was operating in isolation and didn't have us as examples to look and mirror, right? If she didn't see people walking on two feet, she probably would have continued to crawl, maybe made her way into a bear crawl after a while, you know, hands and feet, maybe instead of hands and knees. But being able to see what the experts are doing, right? Her parents were, were experts at walking. I don't know if you guys have seen me walk, but I'm pretty good at it. But she's able to see the experts and then look at them and say, okay, they're doing that. I want to do that. I'm going to try to do that. But then second is to have the experts come and hold you by the hand and guide you along that process is going to lead you along a much faster progression rate. 
right? So she had us saying, come on, you can do this. This is possible. Showing her what is possible, but also how to make it happen enabled her to take her first steps and walk a bit faster. Uh, and of course, now she's like running down the hall. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Just on a collision course with whatever is in her way. But I want you to really take home these two pieces. The first one is to give yourself grace because the journey is going to have bumps in the road, right? And speaking of bumps, she got quite a few bumps on her head in this process of learning how to walk, smacking her head on the coffee table, on the floor, uh, on people's knees. <laughs> she was just falling left and right. But she continued to get up, give herself grace. Of course, we encouraged her to keep trying. But the idea was don't give up when the going gets tough right? There's going to be bumps in any row. There's always going to be challenges or obstacles. It's our job to continue pushing forward, to, to find a way around the obstacle and to continue making progress, right? And a big part of that is also the environment you surround yourself in. If you're always hanging around negative people or people who just don't get it, right? If she was hanging around babies only that didn't walk, there'd be a lot longer process to learning how to walk, right? But we also noticed that when she hung around her cousins who are, you know, ages two and three, she saw them walking and instantly would try to grab onto something and walk just like them, right? She saw what was possible. So a lot of this is about what you surround yourself with, the people, the environment, the challenges you set up for yourself that are going to help you to propel yourself towards success a lot faster with your diabetes, right? If you're around people who are just uh, let's pretend you have all diabetic friends, right? If none of them are pre-bolusing, none of them are counting their carbs, none of them are checking their blood sugars, do you think that you're going to be the odd person out that decides to do all three? It's very unlikely, right? Yeah, there's this phrase that we talk about a lot inside the, the business groups that I'm in. You are the sum total of the five people that are closest to you. Meaning that if you surround yourself with driven individuals who are dedicated to their craft, to learning, to improving, to succeeding, you also stand a better chance at those things. However, if you hang out with losers, you're more likely to be a loser, right? I'm saying very bluntly, of course. So first step, you got to give yourself grace and surround yourself with the right people. Second step is you got to find that guide, that expert to hold you by the hand and walk you towards your solution, to encourage you, tell you what to expect, show you what to do, and then get you there, right? Just like we were holding her hand. Uh, and I, I missed that where she had to hold my hand to walk. Now she's kind of off on her own and occasionally will grab for my hand. But that's also part of the process as well right? Being able to let go as the expert saying you're off on your own to explore the world and to accomplish great things. And so as this ties back into diabetes, surrounding yourself with the right environment, oftentimes the first step there is to find other diabetics, right? Especially type ones like myself. I don't, well, I should say don't. I used to not know a lot of type ones. Now <laughs> I know hundreds, if not thousands, and it's amazing. But when I didn't know anybody with type one, it was very difficult to have a conversation with somebody who understood what I was going through, but also have a conversation with somebody who could offer feedback and not just go like, oh, wow, that's very difficult. Like, that sounds like a terrible life, <laughs> you know, because they don't get it. But second in that process is to find the experts, to find the, the guru on top of the mountaintop that can hold you by the hand and guide you towards your results, to help you make progress, to show you what's possible so you can mirror them, learn from their mistakes, their successes, and accomplish greater things. Right. And so over this whole process, her learning how to walk, it's been an amazing piece of our, our lives recently, watching her accomplish these milestones. So I want you to really take that home with your diabetes. Give yourself grace when you screw up, when things don't go your way. 
you have a low, you have a high, you forget your meter at home, whatever it is, give yourself grace. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be hiccups. Okay. Two is surround yourself by the right people in the right environments. Give yourself the best chance for success. You want to be surrounded by winners, surrounded by people who are driven, not those who are complacent, right? And just sitting around letting life happen to them. You own your life. So own your decisions. Surround yourself with people who are going to support you in that. Okay. And step number three is to find your expert, your leader, your guru, your guide, whatever you want to call it. Find someone who knows what they're doing that you want to emulate, to mirror, to be just like them and do what they say, do what they do and accomplish what they do. Right now, I told you to stick around towards the end. I got something special for you. You may or may not have heard me talk about this last week. I talked about pre-bolus versus post-bolus. Um, I actually just went through our, our community and talked about the six different types of bolusing insulin. It's crazy, uh, a lot of different ways to do it. But uh, to go further on this topic of finding your community, your environment, giving yourself grace, but also finding the expert to hold you by the hand, we've got this really cool challenge coming up where we will be holding people by the hand to help them accomplish one very specific goal. And that is 90% time in range. Now, if you don't know what time and range is, it's for people who wear a CGM. I got one right here on my arm and the CGM gives us a lot of readings and it tells us what percent of the 24 hour period we were in range in range being 70 to 180 milligrams per deciliter. Right now to get 90% of 24 hours, it's no easy task for most people. A lot of people have a hard time accomplishing that. What we've decided though, is to open up a challenge where we are going to give you the tools and show you the path while we hold your hand towards that goal. And we guarantee that you will hit that goal. Just like my daughter, I, I knew she was gonna walk. We were gonna get her there, right? Whatever it took, we were gonna make sure she knew how to walk. It was part of our process as parents, we gotta show her that. We're the experts of walking, so we're gonna show her. Similarly, with this challenge, over the years, coaching, educating, and helping thousands of type one diabetics, my team and I have figured out which levers to pull to help people accomplish 90%. That's one of our specialties. It's one of the things that we are known for. And as such, we figured, why not help people, hold them by the hand, and show them how to get to 90% as a singular focus. We're not going to talk about anything else. I talk about, you know, which insulin to take or what pills you should be on or like how cinnamon is good for you. None of that stuff. We're going to show you how to get to 90% and we're going to get you there. Now, if that sounds good to you, if you're like, yes, I know what time and range is. I want to hit 90% more predictably. Okay. And I don't know how to do that. Uh, I don't know how to say tomorrow I'm hitting 90%. If you want more information on that, you got to go to fixmybloodsugars.com. It's a website, you can go register there, fixmybloodsugars.com. Those four words, go to that website, register for the challenge. I will personally be leading it and my team will be in that challenge, answering questions, giving feedback and showing you the exact steps that you need to get to 90% time in range, which sounds incredible, it's ridiculous, I know. It's even crazier when we say we can guarantee it. And that's what I want for you. Find the expert, surround yourself with that community, that environment, that community is built around winners because those are the people dedicated enough to say, yes, Matt, I want to get 90% time in range. I want that A on my report card. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. So if you want to surround yourself with winners, that's a private community with private lessons where we're going to be walking you towards the 90% for time and range, 
Just go to fixmyblodsugars.com, grab your spot, and I will be walking you through those tactics live, which means you can ask questions too and get feedback. All right. So hope this one was helpful for you. If you're looking for that environment, the community, and the experts to walk you towards 90% time and range, you know where to go. I'll see you over at fixmyblodsugars.com. Have an amazing rest of your day. And you know what? While we're here, I'm going to give you guys a quick example, show you that I do uh, practice what I preach. This is my 90-day average, which means these are my blood sugars over the last 90 days, three months, averaged out. As you can see, the average blood sugar is 93%. And you can see that the previous 90 days on that screenshot were 94%. Interesting right? I'm not just making this stuff up. We know how to duplicate this and I want to do that for you. I guarantee you will hit 90% or I'm going to figure out how to get you there one way or another. All right. So go check out that challenge. It's at fix my blood sugars. There's an S on there. Fixmyblodsugars.com. It's going to be an amazing time with everybody else in there and keep up the fight.